0: A reading from Luke twenty one to 8 One day as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the good news, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us by what authority you are doing these things, they said. Who gave you this authority? He replied, I will also ask you a question. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, all the people will stone us, because they were persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, We don't know where it was from. Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things.
1: This is probably an illustration of, or, or an example of one of the few places where the Pharisees are actually honest. They don't know.
2: Hmm.
1: And uh, actually they come across through most of the Gospels as knowing everything. They have all the answers because they have the written law, they have the applied laws. it, it came to them later when, when they kept adding um, statutes upon statutes. Uh, they know their stuff. Uh, they're very legalistic and they're very knowledgeable of that. And they've ordered their whole world around uh, a legal paradigm. Here, though, Jesus asks them a question and they answer honestly. They can't know. How would they know? Uh,
2: but it's not the reason they answer that way which is the problem, it's fear. Well, it's interesting, Jesus' answers in every situation are related to the context of the people he's addressing. Because he doesn't hide where his authority comes from in other places. He repeatedly is saying, um, I'm doing what the Father is doing. I'm saying what the Father is saying. I'm going where the Father is going. Uh, He has this clear recognition of uh, this divinely appointed authority. Uh, even at the Great Commission, he says, All authority has been given to me. So Jesus is very clear in other contexts. But here, he he can see into their hearts. He knows what's going on. And um, even the way the text unfolds it, them being in this discussion of what's happening, uh, he knows that it's not really an honest question that they're asking. So he turns it back upon them uh, to allow them to struggle with it and they're caught they're really not sure what to do and it it brings the conversation to a halt the other point that, uh, I, it, that
1: occurred to me is it's really wonderful how Jesus brings John the Baptist who makes in one of the Gospels, Mark, he, he's one of the first people to show up uh, claiming the kingdom of God is near And yet, just towards the end of the narrative, when Jesus has entered Jerusalem, he brings John uh, the Baptist back into it, and just really reemphasizing what an important personage he is. Uh, In the Gospel of John, this is Luke, but in the Gospel of John, he figures in what I call the overture, the first 17 verses of that, where John is a witness. He's not the one, but he is a witness to the one who is coming. Uh, and the light that the one is bringing. So it's just, I love the emphasis that John, though he has been beheaded by Herod, is, is still very much within the context of the narrative.
2: And so uh, Jesus in this moment is bringing people back to the overall flow of the story and not to lose sight of what he's doing and how he's a fulfillment of what John has declared. And he actually uses it to... Uh, come against some of his detractors uh, and not allow the story to get too far ahead of when God has designed it to be unfolded.